Hey, welcome to the Crossroad Offroad Podcast, brought to you by Prime Shape Fitness. That's my own company. Uh, for fitness, if you have any questions or needs for that, let me know. But on this episode, uh, the end of the episode, what, what is the end isn't the end. Uh, there's a little bit more. There's a one more thing. We got to the end of our first part of our interview, and Matt all of a sudden said, Hey, well, I forgot to mention this. And it was a pretty important thing, so I did the old Columbo thing and uh, said one more thing. So that's at the end. So you'll hear us talking, kind of wrapping up, but then just wait for the next three-minute segment. It talks all about some important insurance things, about your mods on your Jeep. So listen to that part, too. But uh, this is my buddy, Matt. We, uh, well, we'll get right into it right away. So uh, this is my buddy, Matt. Hope you enjoy. Talk to you later. Hey, welcome to the Crossroad Off-Road Podcast. We're in the Crossroad Off-Road uh, Garage. And I got my buddy Matt here. Hi, Matt. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> uh, I met Matt at a uh, at one of the gyms I work out in, and I happened to see his Jeep outside. As he got into it, I'm like, wait a minute, he's got a Jeep. I got to talk to this guy. So we started talking a little bit more, and it's a very interesting Jeep. So I thought I'd have him in. Uh, but uh, so what he has is a I think it's a SEMA build four uh, by E Rubicon, and got some upgrades on it. So we're gonna get into that first. But first. Matt, tell me about uh, tell me about your company a little bit first. What you have? So I own the uh, Geico Minneapolis Insurance Agency. Okay. Here in Minnesota. How long have you been doing that? Four years. Four years. Okay. Were you an always insurance guy or? Twelve years. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing years. that for a while. So I want to hear some crazy stories that you got first about like some claims that you have heard, uh, like you know somebody you know hit an animal and he found out it was a fish that they hit. <laughs> crazy <laughs> stories like that for you? One customer called and she hit a deer, but the deer jumped over the car, landed on her sunroof, and broke that. <laughs> okay. Like, jumped on, it was pretty crazy. Can you imagine a deer jumping on your roof and then cracking your whole sunroof? Okay. Or moonroof, whatever it was. Yeah. And you covered it, I'm sure, right? We covered it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, that's crazy. Okay. Just happened to miss it. I always have a question. This might be some other off-roaders. What if you're going off-road and you have an incident like you slid into a tree? Is that covered? If you're off-road, like voluntarily get, trying to get yourself in trouble? Yeah. It's covered? It's covered. Okay. It's an at-fault accident, but it's covered. Okay. There you go. There's some uh, questions I have. This is the questions I have while I'm going off-road. I'm wondering if this is covered or not because I carry <laughs> uh, you know, four vehicles and I have full coverage in all four. Even though, like, my Jeep is, you know, relatively inexpensive, so the coverage is a little cheaper, but still. Yeah. <laughs> I've had um, trucks pulled out of the, the frozen lakes. That's oh. covered, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Even though they're, they put themselves... <laughs> put themselves idiotically. <laughs> I wish rust was covered. I know you have zero rust in your vehicle, but I wish, like, oh, I got a rusty frame. I wish that was covered, but... Not at all. We're in terror. Wear and tear. Well, there you have it, folks. Well, if you have any insurance needs, look up Geico Minneapolis for Matt. Uh, he's out of uh, Minneapolis or Edina office. Edina. Thinking, yep. So uh, I've been by his office because I followed him over to kind of see his Jeep a little bit. So pretty easy to get to. So if you have some needs for insurance, he's your guy. So this isn't your first Jeep, though. Let's hear about, let's hear about some other Jeeps you've had. It's for, my fifth. Your fifth Jeep. Okay. You've yeah. always, concurrently always had a Jeep or is like you had it, didn't have it for a while, got back to it? On and off, on and off. Yeah. On and off. What did you have in the past? I've had a two-door Rubicon. I think that was my first one. What model? Oh, 09. Um, 09? Yeah, it was an 09 Rubicon. JK, yeah. JK, yeah. Okay. Then I had an 11. That thing was modded out like crazy. Five-inch lipped. I'm 40s. Oh, was, yeah, so this is even the biggest tire you've had. It's not the biggest tire. <laughs> okay. I you know, think it was a monster. 
Um, and then I had a 16 and an 18, and that, that was four. So I've only had four. Um, well, then this one, this is number five. Five. Yep, yeah, this is fifth. <laughs> okay. So you've, you've been well-versed in the... Have there always been a Rubicon, too, it sounds like? I The last... The 18 was a Sahara. Okay. But I, I did mods, and I but I just did a full paint job on that one. Okay. And some some gentleman out of North Dakota, he asked if I wanted to sell it, and I he gave me an offer, and I took it. <laughs> it was a very good offer. I've had a couple offers, of, I think my buddies, he said more than I have, but I had a truck driver. I always had the top off, and I think I mentioned on this podcast before, and a truck driver goes, hey, I want to buy your Jeep. Is it for sale? I said, no. <laughs> but that's about the only offer I've had. Yep. Uh, but if you listen to this podcast, my buddy Wade has a, has a Jeep. I'm pretty sure he said people offer, but his new LJ has right now. He's putting LS in. I think that he'll get some offers from people, random people, when that's done. And uh, he won't give me a straight answer how far he's tore into it yet. He keeps on saying it's done. He's doing burnouts. But I know it's a long <laughs> process. And he's got until the end of May. And that's our target. So we're going to hold him to it as much as we can. Okay. But cool. So you had a couple other Jeeps. Did some mods on. So this isn't new for you. So you've, yeah. you've done some things. So your current Jeep. Kind of tell us about your current Jeep. What year it is. And kind of where it started. And how, how you got to this point. Uh, it's, a tw- it's a brand new. It's a 2023 um, JL mm-hmm. and yeah the 4xE you know it sits on 37s right now the lift is 3.5 so it's a 3.5 Terraflex uh, Falcon lift Okay. which these Falcons if you've ever tried them phenomenal you have the ability to switch what kind of ride you want to you do okay. so when I'm going just basic highway back and forth to work I'm just sitting kind of middle of the road on this Okay. Um, and there are switches that you can turn. It's just right behind the tire. And that's in all four corners then for the shot? All four corners, yep. Okay. Well, all the buttons I saw in there when I took it around the block, I won't be surprised if there's a button on the next one you get that you can just change it on the fly. Yeah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, how it sits, it's a 2023 4xE, so it's the plug-in hybrid. It doesn't say Rubicon anywhere on it, which is ironic because most people have Rubicons. It's going to be stapled all over it. Even if you have a sport, it'll say Rubicon on it. <laughs> That's a pet peeve of a lot of people. They slap a, you know, have a sport and they slap a Rubicon sticker on it. And we find that hilarious. But uh, so that's why I don't have, obviously, I'm never going to put one in mine unless I have a Rubicon. But you went the other way and it's, well, I guess you didn't do it. The builder did. So tell us more about the top and kind of what it is there. Yeah, this is a, it's a best top. SEMA build. Uh, best top, truly, that, the top on this thing is fantastic. You just pop these two um, clamps and push it back and you have a sunroof. Yeah, so it's the, what is it, a quarter top? It's not a full top, so it has the hard top yet. Kind of like the Freedom top, but... Yeah, it has the Freedom panels removed. Did you get the Freedom panels too? or yeah. they, You did? Okay, so if you ever wanted to go full hard top, you got it. I can, yeah. yeah. So and a full soft top by yeah. best top. Oh, and a full soft top too, mm-hmm. okay. So it has the little flip top up and uh, I think... Uh, some other YouTube channels kind of put it out there and, and talked all about it. Uh, but it works all pretty well for you then, huh? Yes, yeah, it's great. Waterproof. I mean, it's very high quality. So you say it's a SEMA build by Best Top, so it has Best Top written all over it. Uh, it does. Where Rubicon should be, they have a Best Top there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, obviously they're going to promote their own products. What other upgrades are on here? Obviously it's sitting on 37s, Mickey Thompson's, and... Uh, 
the axles I'm sure are just you know the, the regular Rubicon axles yet. They are. But what else do you got done to it, or what else is done to it? I know you've done a few things to it also, not just this didn't come from Best Top even this way. So no, no, I did the uh, the stubby Smitty built um, front fender, and then the same Smitty built uh, fender flares. So all four. Uh, the back rear that's a TerraFlex uh, rear bumper as well. The, mm -hmm. the spare tire carrier. Okay. Um, the wheels are method race wheels. Those are those are really nice. Did All you black. pick out the wheels, or was that done by the build? It was done by the build too. Okay. Uh, then it comes with the the Warren Evo winch, which is nice. I've had to use it. I pulled out. I pulled out this poor little Chevy Aveo car stuck in my alley. <laughs> poor guy. He was freaking out, walking up and down the block. He didn't know what to do. So I got the Jeep out, pulled it, and you just push a button and. Sure, no, it's just it pulled them right out oh, in about two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> they do the thing. You know, winches can. Well, I use it for landscaping sometimes. They're really fun if you use to pull up bushes. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you just get right up to it and pull it, and pull it right out of the ground. And you don't have to dig any at all. So exactly, you got a lot of buttons and switches on the inside. What's all that stuff do? Those are all for the. So I have an, uh, the aux switches that will do the um, sideway facing LED lights. I have one on the front as well. I have two that I haven't put on yet. Okay. The Baja lights, and uh, I just have to. I have the connections and everything ready to go. Just haven't uh, haven't put them on yet. Yeah, uh, and you also have Gorilla the Gorilla Glass upgrade. Uh, yeah. So what that is, if you you guys if you guys have Jeeps, you know this that you're going to get a chip in your windshield. Like if you don't have one right now, you'd probably get one today. It's just one of those things. I have one of mine. It's going to be their glasses covered, I'm sure, in Geico. Minnesota is 100% glass. <laughs> That's right. But I still, I'm waiting for that second chip or this one, the splinter, to uh -huh. kind of really, you know, sign it in. But I have a chip, and it's, it's because the windshields sit like a big sail. You know, they're just right there for the taking. So a little rock comes up, it's going to hit the windshield. But what Gorilla Glass is, is a, a big upgrade. Do you have any? Yeah, so your phones are Gorilla Glass. Mm-hmm. If you have an Apple Watch, that's a Gorilla Glass too. So they're, just, they're not going to break as easy as... No, um, just a basic. Yeah, your basic regular uh, mill glass, you know, from the factory. So, yeah. um, Not bulletproof, but they're, they're a few steps below. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. I've, I've seen a few people talk about them in the past, and I think they're the way to go. If you're going to get a replacement, you might as well upgrade your replacement. Right. Uh, so you got some custom seats in there too. Uh, and it, it is the... the PRP. Four, go ahead. They're PRP suede seats some leather some suede okay uh and he has the good sound system in there too so it's like the uh i, I didn't know this but there's two different levels of rubicon now there's going to be a few more levels but the jk's had and the early jl's they actually had a lower level rubicon which came at 373 gears and then the, the rubicon that everybody talks about is the 410s i'm sure this is the four is has this just been re-geared at all or no is this still stock still gear? The, the stock game um which is amazing. I did take it for a little spin. We'll talk about that in a second. But uh, any other upgrades you can you mention that are on here? Yeah, this it's a spot switchboard is what that is. Um, but the rock slide. Oh yeah. Um, steps. <laughs> These things are fantastic because they, I have kids and they just jump up on this. My wife's short, shorter, and it's easy to get in. It just comes down, has a light, and then it goes back up when you close your door. Yeah, so you automatically open a door and the light pops and they pop down 
and uh, anxious to see how they how they work over the years. Every time I see uh, those Ford F-150s that have them built mm -hmm. in, like from the factory, middle of winter, they're stuck down. So I hope you have better luck than the F-150s out there Yeah. that go. But it's cool because we open the door and they pop right down. You can use them to step up and they have a light that pops on. So, uh, And they're a rock slider too. So the factory um, sliders are off and these are there in, the play, in place. So, yeah. Uh, and then some aluminum inner fender, fender flares as well. That's, oh, yeah. I did aluminum more because of the, they're half the weight of of the still ones. Yeah, and I think the next time I do sliders on mine, I'm gonna spend the extra money and get aluminum sliders. Mm -hmm. uh, just the way it is in Minnesota. I'm trying to go all aluminum and stainless steel uh, because it, it things just rust. Like I have my sliders on my Jeep are, well, they're probably six years old, but they're gonna end up, I keep having to touch up and scrape them out and touch them up with some, you know, uh, what do you call it? Rust-Oleum. <laughs> There's right. my white version for my pickup right there. But Rust-Oleum, uh, to kind of hit the rust down and keep it down and make it look good. But aluminum is always going to look like aluminum, you know. That's right. And stainless steel, I'm a big fan of the, the hinges. If you ever have to replace your hinges, just get the Kentrol up, upgrades. I think I'm doing somebody's JK here in the next couple of weeks. And uh, that way it's never going to rust again. <laughs> right. It's, it's such a pain in the butt. And that's the big problem with these these jeeps because the hinges are on outside exposes to the elements and so if you're going to do anything I'm, I'm always a big fan of switching to stainless or aluminum but it might cost a little more but buy once cry once right. is the answer <laughs> to that so well cool i mean uh, a little about driving impressions i took it around the block and uh and it was in all electric mode and at 44 percent i think we were talking about that was it at he pointed out where it was it's a one foot driving type of deal and uh, so when you, you just put the accelerator and let up, it feels like the brakes are on. Do the brake lights come on then when you're slowing down? No. They don't? Okay. That'd be, be kind of weird because I didn't even have to use the brakes at all. They're coming to my driveway and just let off and then boom, it, it stopped and I was like crazy. I thought it was crazy. It was pretty neat. Uh, makes the noise under 20 miles an hour. Uh, has plenty of power. And I think with, you know, electric power when it comes on, does the, the, the torque 100% torque at zero RPMs, which means you have all the torque right away. That's right. And so the taking off pieces right there. So I don't know about changing gearing if you, if you need to do it. I just kind of wonder how much, I'd love to hear what people have to say about that, changing gears if you need to on something like this because you have all that torque down low with the electric. And that's, I would say, true in hybrid mode too. I think you want to change gearing for uh, miles per gallon on the highway uh, might be better for you because you'd probably be more in gas mode or hybrid mode at that point yep. for a long drive. Uh, these these have like 22, 22 or 27 miles on all electric, then they'll kick over to hybrid or gas. Yeah, that it says 25, I, it's probably 22, 23. Yeah, um, but uh, I'm gonna ask you a bit about you know miles per, you said you only filled it up once since you got it? Yeah, I've owned it for two weeks and just one time still at the same where I put it <laughs> so, most times, so do you have the plug when you plug it in at home do you have the extra charger or everything do you have that put yeah. in I got the upgraded one that will do the two-hour charge okay so you got that okay well I think all of our garages in the next 40 years are probably gonna have one hanging on the wall or a couple yeah. of them uh, so you got the upgraded charger already that's awesome it was uh, worth it was just a few hundred bucks worth it was worth it oh perfect 
so like I said, I took it around the block a little bit. Uh, he goes, it's not going to be as fast as the V8 you drove, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that was a D Dakota Customs 525 horsepower <laughs> model that I had from uh, Jeff. He brought it over from Motors More Jeeps, and uh, we took that for a spin, and he kept on telling me, get after it, get after it. I'm like, well, I think I'm going 75 and a 30, so I'm, that's plenty fast. <laughs> we didn't do that today. But uh, we just took it around a block. I just wanted to see kind of how it felt. It's really, I drove the also the four liter, on a four liter, the two liter turbo when I was on vacation. And I was telling Matt that it had kind of snappy power. Like there's nothing, nothing. And then all of a sudden the turbo kicked in and you had 1,000% power versus nothing before. It was, it was kind of a weird thing, the sensation. I know it's all turbocharged vehicles will be that way. This one, we, we didn't even go into the gas mode, but I feel that even if you were in hybrid mode, it would just kind of be more linear. Is that yeah. right? A little more linear acceleration instead of just that snappiness to it. So the, I don't know, uh, some people just want to have, I want gas all the time, I want V8 power all the time. Well, this is the future of, I would say, uh, performance. You know, this is what your high-end, uh, what are they, supercars are all mostly hybrids. And uh, if not full electric, so there's a lot of power to be had there. The V8s are going away in terms of what was it, the uh, Hellcats and the Demons, they're going away and they're going the full electric. The new charger that's coming out is going to be all electric and that's going to just be ridiculous power for not much money. Uh, right. So that's going to be really cool. So I think that the embracing the hybrid technology as of now would be a, a decent idea. You don't, you know, if you don't like it, you don't have to buy it. <laughs> No. <laughs> but it's something that you, you had a chance to pick this up. How'd you end up finding this? Were you looking for it or it just found you? Yeah, I was looking for it. Just looking just for a 4xE or a built Jeep? or No, just a built Jeep. I didn't care what it was. It just happened to be 4xE. Okay. And yeah, I, I like it so far. And then where was it sitting when you found it? This was in West Virginia. West Virginia? Oh, Georgia. I'm sorry. It was in Georgia. Was it the best top factory or... It was in one of their, um, yeah, they have two facilities. It was the one in Georgia. They had another one up north okay. somewhere. So cool. Um, and how do you think it performs? It's great. Great for everything I need. I'll be taking it off-road here coming in the next, you know, month, less than a month. Where are you going? I, I will probably go to the Appleton Trails. That's probably going to be my first one. Uh, I'd go to any Appleton, I, I Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We've been there. This is the last one we've been to. Uh, they have an event coming up, I'm yeah. guessing. Okay. You have a soccer event, so I'm going to do the soccer and take the Jeep too. Okay. All right. Uh, I know there's a event coming up for, not event. Yeah, it is. End of May. I was going to invite you to that one with our group, and you can hang with us. I think that one is uh, Memorial Day one. And uh, dresser. I was actually just watching that video when you walked in, the one before this one. Uh, so let's see if you want to come to that one. That one's kind of fun. That'd be great. And anyway, that's the one we're trying to get the uh, L Smug J done before uh, that one starts, uh, before that one comes up. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So you are going to take it off road. That was one of the big things on my list was are you going to take it off road? And it sounds like you are. Yeah. And you have some other interests. We, we were talking a little bit before about. Uh, you were looking at a business you were looking into. Yeah, um, to to do actual builds, not just for Jeeps, but for for trucks in general. Mm -hmm. I was recently in Denver and they had this shop. It was called Build Your Truck. Uh, that's the name of the company. 
but out front they had these ridiculous really really nice trucks a lot of them Fords um, Chevys but they were on lifts big tires modded out mm -hmm. so I like the idea and I I, um, I put an offer into a gentleman there were two gentlemen uh, father son to see if they wanted to take on a partner or sell it outright uh, I haven't heard back yet <laughs> okay so. yeah there's a uh, now it's a cool thing to be into uh, it's, I would say it's an expensive hobby not as expensive as having kids but it's up there. Right. I always think say kids are an expensive hobby, um, but the the Jeep business and like I said, I got I got have right now. I have four vehicles and three of them are four wheel drive. Just upkeeping the two other four wheel drives that aren't my off roaders. Uh, I wish you could hear about in future episodes. Is killing me sometimes. I think I put uh, too much money. I'm gonna say the exact dollar amount later on when I talk about my daily driver blues, but uh, put a lot of money in the daily driver <laughs> and. So just any four-wheel drive can do it, but if you can build them out, uh, it sure is fun. But those 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 lifts and those builds can get pretty expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a company out there called Any Level Lift that I think is pretty cool. It will lift the truck, you know, actually move it up and down. So you can have it 12 inches up if you want to get in your garage, bring it back down and go into your garage. Wow. So there's a, some cool lifts out there. I think a lot of those big builds have that style of lift on there, more of a scissor lift where it can actually lift up the truck when you want it to be high. Uh, so there's some big old brodozers out there too, and one of the gyms I work out at, they have a few of them there, including a, a Hennessy TRX, like 700 horsepower was enough. So the guy got, I think he got the 900 power, horsepower version. So I got to talk to that guy <laughs> too. But uh, there's there's some cool trucks that come into this gym I train at um, and work out at too. So yeah, there's fun things that you can do with this. Uh, I really I really enjoy this this Jeep and uh, what it can do for you. And I thought the, the 4xE setup was, was perfect. Now, I do have another client who has a 4xE and he has to take his to his dealership pretty soon because the, the battery is not working at all right now. And I said to him, uh, is it new? And he said, yeah. I go, then it's under warranty, right? He said, I go, I wouldn't care if I were you. Just take it in and have them figure it out. So warranties are pretty handy on that, that side. He has a Sahara, oh, he also has a, a JK, but he has a Sahara 4xE. So it doesn't, you know, it's going through, I'd say right now it's going through some growing pain. So hope, hopefully everything works well for for you. But his has a little bit of problem. I told him, I go, I guarantee you it's a software issue. All it is is like they have to plug it in, hit some things on the computer, and they'll start working. It's one of the things that happened on my truck recently. They had to plug it into a computer, and the computer was just confused. And they did it, and the, the, most, the whole price was 500 bucks, and 270 was of it was they had to plug it into a computer and hit a few buttons to reset something. It was on a transfer case. That was one of my problems I had recently in the pickup. So sometimes these things have too many computers in them. If you ever have trouble with that, you can always go back to a TJ like mine where the only <laughs> computer is like telling you that you need to change the gas cap. But <laughs> Mine just went through the recent update, the recent software update. Oh, so it does have a software. It does it on its own, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You have to agree to it. Awesome. Got some lights on there, but the you know, lights before lockers, uh, you're, you have the lockers built in already. So Wade will like that little phrase. You got your lights and your lockers. So, yep. well, cool. Anything else to add about it? No. Great Jeep. Awesome. Well, best of luck, and I hope you come with us on a, I want to see it on a trail and see what you're going to do to it. <laughs> Put some marks on those sliders. So, awesome. Well, thanks for doing this, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Again, that's Matt. Tell me the name of your company again. Uh, Geico Minneapolis. Geico Minneapolis, you can Google Get Matt 
And uh, you know, if you have any needs for your insurance or have some questions on how I can help you out, thanks for coming, Matt. And uh, talk to you soon. Thanks, Matt. And we're back. Uh, Matt had another good point he wants to add here uh, about mods, like our modifications on your Jeep, like your sliders, your whatever, your winch, are they covered? And he had a good point on that. Most insurance companies will not cover these. It's gonna be, you're gonna be paid on on a base model. So for me, um, before I owned a Geico agency, I've been with Geico for a long time, but it's because I own Jeeps. And most people don't realize that you have to add modifications onto your policy. Like for me, myself, you know, my mods are up there, you know, they're five figures. And so you, you have to insure that properly. It adds a little bit to your insurance, but not as much as you may think. Like a couple hundred bucks a year will save you thousands and thousands if you ever had a claim. Yeah. Especially taking that off road. You know, if something happens, you need to make sure that you're getting the actual parts that you put on it. And the great thing on that, and yeah, it's plug of Geico, but they get you the actual cost of the mods. Okay. If you had a claim payout. And it's not just off-roading, you, you can get an accident anywhere. I don't want my base tires. You know, I don't want those thirty ones. I like these thirty seven. Yeah. So Well things can get stolen too. Uh absolutely. Uh like it's some some knucklehead with a few wrenches and a little know how can take your six, seven hundred dollar winch off your Jeep. Oh yeah. Or they could take your bumper if they felt like they could. <laughs> you know, so or right. I've uh years ago, first time I ever heard of a Rubicon when I was working at a club and a guy bought a brand new two thousand three Rubicon. I had it for a very short time. Somebody stole all the wheels and tires off his Jeep, all five. And it was, he was at his girlfriend's place. He comes out and all the, his whole Jeep is up on box. Wow. And uh, he got enough back on the, again, those were, that was just a stock wheels and tires. And, but he got his money back for those wheels and tires. He, and he went and bought an upgrade and put a lift on it. Because <laughs> I think it was like, ah, why not? Right. <laughs> so, but you're saying like your mods are covered on the insurance to, under Geico, right? Yes, very, again, you, you, Better highly, I highly, highly recommend you talk to whatever insurance. If you don't have it, you're really going to be in for a world of trouble if a claim ever does occur. Okay. Well, there you heard it, guys. So he, he happened to mention. He goes, oh, I forgot to mention. I go, I think that's a big deal <laughs> to, Very to have good. it on there. So I'm going to talk to my insurance after this, too, and uh, talk to him about that because not that I have a whole bunch into it, but uh, if you have a bill that has... Tons of, you know, like, like Matt has front rear bumpers, sliders, winch, uh, the fenders on there. And something can happen either through an accident or through theft where you want to replace that. And it may or may not be covered. So uh, check yourself. Yes, that's right. <laughs> awesome. Great ad, Matt. Thanks for doing that. Thanks. Again, thanks for listening to the Cross Thread Off-Road Podcast brought to you by Prime Shape Fitness. Why help people in person and online in small groups large groups one-on-one you name it just reach out to me if you're looking to get in better shape lose weight tone up you name it i can help you out i've been doing it since 1999 just reach out with to me on facebook primeshapefitness.com or facebook primeshapefitness find me we'll talk